Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Hope you're well. Um, you know, this time of year, we, we, we don't usually get caught up too much in hoops, right? Because it's early. Things will settle themselves. You know, all these things Take time, take legit time to figure out. But um, I'll tell you what, uh, what doesn't take legit time to figure out. The Warriors are playing at a remarkable level and the Nets 
Well, they're not at that level. Don't believe me? Here's Steve Nash uh, asked about the comparison between his team and the Warriors. I just don't think we're in that category yet. We got a lot of work to do. We're trying to, you know, improve as a group, get better. You know, hopefully we can find a way to overcome some of our deficiencies by the end of the year. I think the guys have been great as far as buying into what we want to do defensively. No one would have picked us as a top 10 defense to start the year. And we're defending, we're finding a way. I think offensively, we, you know, we have all these different lineups, different backgrounds, styles of play, 10 new players on our team. It takes time. You know, we started the year with a continuity plan from last year that got thrown out the window, obviously, when, when Kai didn't come back. So we're trying to build and figure it out. I mean, you play a really good defense, it really tests you. And I think tonight it was a great lesson for us that we got to double down on some of our principles when going gets tough. Um, and I don't think that was word salad in any way. I think there's a lot of reality to it. Uh, but I would also point out that, um, you know, he, here the Nets are looking at the Warriors and and what's the difference in them and the Warriors? The Warriors have added some new pieces, but they do have continuity from last year. And the new pieces, you know, are guys that aren't starting, right? Kaminga is coming off the bench, but playing really well as a rookie. Iguodala's back, but he was there so so long before that that's not a big that big a deal. Um, obviously, Gary Payton has had this unbelievable impact since being added, right? He's played all over the league, but the starters are all kind of the same. And, you know, they also have, they're also waiting for Clay Thompson to come back. So, so what's the, what's the big takeaway? Well, I, I think the biggest takeaway is that tales of the demise of Steph Curry have been greatly exaggerated. Nine of 14 from three is ridiculous. Now, can we point out that, you know, that this lineup that they're throwing out, whether it's James Harden. Um, you know, Patty Mills is a good little defender, but more of a bench player. There's just a difference in a Patty Mills, obviously, and a Steph Curry. Like Patty Mills, truthfully, was brought into the Nets to be the sixth man, not to be the starting point guard. He's the starter because Kyrie is not here. You know? And that's where that get, gets shown. But but I, I, I think what I think what Nash said is 100% accurate is, you know, the, the teams that are playing the best, you would think, are the ones that have the most continuity. Now, what goes counter to that is the Bulls, right? The Bulls have added Alonzo Ball. The Bulls have added Alex Caruso. Um, those two have dramatically changed the Bulls. The Wizards are playing really well. They have all new pieces around Brad Beal. So why is it only the Nets that are facing these chemistry issues? And I think what he's saying is like, look, it's not that you're facing chemistry issues on a daily basis, but when you're playing the top of the league, now it's different. Right? Let's keep in mind that, you know, this, this win streak that the Nets run, the three in a row, Magic, Pelicans, Thunder. Did I do anything for you? Who'd they lose to? Bulls. Who'd they lose to? Heat. Who'd they lose to? Bucks. And all of their losses are to the good teams and they're just doing their job and beating up on these subpar teams. And in order to beat the elite level teams, they're going to have to have Kyrie Irving. And you could say, well, that makes Kyrie Irving incredibly valuable. Of course he's valuable, but everyone's value is different based upon how the team is constructed. Right. It's, it's one of the reasons we had such fear over, over the uh, Tennessee Titans collapsing running backs are replaceable, but Derrick Henry seems to be irreplaceable because of the volume of carries and the importance on his play with how they play. You know, LeBron is the teams have always been built around LeBron 
And so when LeBron's out, there's a much more pronounced difference. Whereas when you build kind of a nice ensemble cast of a bunch of really good players, the, the missing a guy isn't as obvious, right? Isn't as obvious. But man, Steph Curry is some kind of player. And you'd have to think the addition of Clay Thompson, you know, this is where the G League becomes important. You can use the G League to get him up to speed. You can then play him some minutes in the NBA. And so you're not just throwing him in in the deep end and having him play in the playoffs. Like that, that won't work. But you get around the 1st of January or around Christmas time and he's played some G League games to get up and going. I mean, now all of a sudden he's going to have a lot more confidence and there's a much bigger ramp up in getting him ready for the NBA. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell my Brooklyn stock yet. You know, if you don't like Brooklyn, do you like New York better? No, they don't have a Kevin Durant or a James Harden. Do you like Philadelphia better? No. Let's see what they can add in the Ben Simmons trade. Do you like Boston? No. They they have two really talented chuckers, but not a great team. Do you like Toronto? Yeah, they're fine. I mean, that's actually a really good division, but the Nets are clearly the the class of that division. But if you couldn't see this coming with the Warriors last year, you weren't paying attention. That Jordan Poole was elevating himself, that Steph Curry was back. Um, And of course, if you surround Draymond with scores, now all of a sudden all the little things he does, does become much, much more obvious. By the way, here's Steve Kerr on what makes Steph Curry unique. There's never been anybody like him. So he's an offense just by himself. He's an offense because he he's going to pull defenders with him 35 feet from the hoop. And then it's a matter of putting smart people around him like Draymond, like Andre, and, you know, many others who are going to, you know, take that defensive attention that Steph gets and then play make uh, behind the play when uh, Steph gets the ball out of his hands. So uh, the fact that Steph can be dominant on and off the ball is what makes him unique. Uh, There's nobody in the league now or or as far as I'm concerned ever who had that that combination of on-ball skill and and pick-and-roll dominance, but the off-ball game of you know, Reggie Miller, Rip Hamilton, or, you know, somebody flying off screens. That that combination is, has never been seen. I, I completely agree, right? That's the, the, the difference is some guys do it on the ball. Some guys do it off the ball. Some guys do it going left. Some guys do it going right. He goes either way, and he can catch and shoot. You know, and he can catch and shoot. That guy is, it's crazy. And, and there's such fear of kind of the humiliation of, the nine threes that you're constantly running out and that leaves it open for layups and easy shots. And so while they're technically playing four on five with Draymond who won't shoot, you're playing like five and a half, six on, on five because you have Steph with and without the basketball. I think it's more dangerous without the basketball than with it because now you're constantly looking. You can't, you just have to watch the ball and then you have to look for him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. There's so many things I want to get to. Um, The Warriors dominated the Nets last night. Steph Curry went off. On Monday Night Football, my producer, Jason Stewart, didn't think that Philip Phil Mickelson was a superstar, and uh, Jarvin Land Jarvis Landry giving us uh, some insight into his own um, issues, if you will, in uh, in in Cleveland. All that upcoming. Let's welcome in Daniel Jeremiah, NFL analyst for the NFL Network, co-host of Move the Sticks, that that outstanding podcast with Bucky Brooks. Um, let's start with close to home. You broadcast Chargers games. Make some sense of what's wrong with this team. 
Well, it's, it's a team that's lost three of the last four, as you know, Doug. And, and when you go back in and dig into it, I think it's, you know, it's a couple things. Number one, they're minus 13 minutes in, uh, in time of possession, which I get a lot of people in the new school thinking they don't care about time of possession. But to me, it's uh, it leads you to the next point, which is the fact that they've been terrible in third down defense and, and terrible in third down offense. So they can't get off the field defensively and they've been unable to consistently convert. And it's a myriad of reasons offensively for that. I mean, you've got three drops. They've had three key drops on third downs over the, in those three games. They've given up three sacks. Herbert's missed some throws. They really have no vertical presence uh, right now to really stretch things out. So those are the offensive issues. And then defensively, I think you can point to some of the you know injuries in the secondary, and you've got – backups in there and working against some pretty good wideouts like we saw with uh, with Thielen and Jefferson. They just didn't have the, the horses to match up. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Daniel Jeremiah who joins us. Move the Sticks is is the podcast. How fixable are their issues? Well, I think they're going to get healthier um, in the secondary so that'll help defensively. I think they're, they were better against the run the last couple of weeks. You've seen improvement there uh, with Justin Jones back, and I think these guys are getting a little more comfortable in their scheme. So I think those issues are going to be better. Offensively, I mean, you know, they've, they've got to find a way to get, you know, to become more dynamic and more explosive. And, you know, I think a guy like Jalen Guyton is going to have to try and find a role. That's what he is. You know, he's kind of that vertical guy. They've got to find a way to generate a threat there. So um, I, I don't think they necessarily have the ideal, you know, speed receiver that you want. Um, but I think they've got enough in place to try and make it work. So uh, they're going to have to start stretching people out a little bit. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Are the Chiefs back? I don't know. I went back and watched the tape, and I thought there were, you know, gosh, at least three potential turnovers that uh, that didn't happen in that game. So I still think some of that, you know, carelessness is still exists. But I think it was a great example of, you know, hey, this team is – is still capable of scoring in bunches because they're they're you know they've got such a uh, you know such a weapon with Mahomes and they've got two uncoverable guys so uh, you know I think that was a it was a good sign there but I think when you really look at the tape I think some of those other issues were still kind of lingering they're still they're still on the wrong side of that reckless line at times um, I think they'll have to rein that in against some of the cleaner teams they're going to play. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Daniel Jeremiah. Okay, let's uh, let, let's get to the Rams and the Niners. Um, I thought that one was easy to see coming. I'm like the the Niners, you talk about getting healthy. They're starting to get a little healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you get a super talented uh, tight end back healthy. Garoppolo now back healthy for a couple games. Um, but was that game more about the Niners or about the Rams? I, I, you know, I think it's about both, but I would point for, more towards the Niners. And I was talking with Bucky about this the other day. I said it's it's amazing to me um, the teams. Some teams don't know their formula. You know, like in the NFL, every team has a winning formula. Now it's hard to get to it, you know, for a lot of teams, but you know what it looks like. And and usually it takes four or five weeks of the regular season. You kind of figure out what you have, what you don't have, strengths and weaknesses, and you kind of figure out, okay, this is how we win games. We have to do it this way. And I think the 49ers have a very well-established formula, which is they're going to beat you up up front on both sides. They're going to run the ball, and they're not going to ask Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball 30-plus times. Um, and that way they can be just a real efficient in the passing game. And they've gotten away from that in a bunch of their losses this year. 
Um, I think this was a game that kind of got back to that formula. And then you flip it over to the Rams, and I think it's a little bit of a um, – it's a, still a little bit of a figure-out phase right now with their formula because they've had their traditional formula, which is, just, you know, being pretty good in the run game, everything being based off play action um, and making things happen that way versus Stafford, who's historically been kind of in a spread and shred, sitting in the shotgun, trying to pick you apart that way. I don't know that they've totally figured out what this you know new formula looks like. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, I, this one's interesting to me. Mac Jones. Collins seems to be down on him. Guys, I talked in the league, like, he's, he looks like a seasoned pro. He's just... It, he's the ball is going where it's supposed to go. You've broken down the tape. What are your feelings on Mac Jones? I think he's playing really well. I don't think the numbers are going to, you know, they're not going to shock you or, you know, it's not like what we saw from Herbert last year by any stretch. He's not asked to do that. Um, but what he is doing, he's just playing, he's just playing really smart. The ball's going where it needs to go. And, and I, I pulled up the next gen stats. I, I posted this on social media earlier today. But this is like a blueprint for how to break in a quarterback, Doug. They, they, in terms of running back screens, he's got 17 completions, the most in the league, with 161 yards, the second most. You know, throwing out routes, which is away from danger, right? Stay, away, stay out of the middle of the field. He's got 43 completions, first in the league, 401 yards, second in the league. And then checkdowns versus non-blitzes. So when they're rushing four, he's checking the ball down 28% of the time, which is the second most in the league. So you, you basically are, are – doing a great job schematically and he's doing it decision making wise to stay out of the trouble areas you know when you when you you know kind of pass your undergrad courses then you can work in the graduate level and and quarterbacking graduate level quarterbacking takes place in the middle of the field he's not really having to function much especially intermediate and deep in the middle of the field he's safe to the outside and he's safe underneath um and that's again know your formula right that's their formula that's been their formula for 20 years is uh, stay out of trouble offensively. He's done a really good job of that. He has done a really good job of that. I'm I'm interested in, um, um, I'm interested though in does he have, does he have that star potential? Like, is this as good as it gets? I guess is the question. Yeah, no, I think he's, you know, I think some people say, oh, he's hitting his head on the ceiling. I, I tend to think that he's going to be able to access more of the field as he just gets more and more experience. Uh, but he's not going to wow you with a, you know, a big time arm. He's not going to wow you with his athleticism. I don't know that he's equipped, surely not at this point in time, to find himself in you know the right side of some shootout games. But Belichick's got this defense so dialed in, and you look at almost it seems like every week you're seeing a quarterback have his worst game against them. There's a reason for it. He's he's you know maybe the best of all time at devising game plans, and they've got a good group there. Matt Judon's playing well. Christian Barmore's having a phenomenal year. Um, so w- when you've got a defense that's going to keep the score down, um, you can afford to play the way they're playing offensively. So, you know, I think when you get in the playoffs, the chances are you're probably going to run into one of those games, and, and that's probably when they'll get bounced. Um, but, no, you're going to want a lot of games playing this way. It, it, does, it, does, feel that, it does feel that way. Um, okay, so where are we in the AFC? Like, Give me your real sense. Is is it still Buffalo and then everybody else? Where are you in the AFC? I don't know that there isn't, you know, kind of one team and everybody else. I, I, I think it's so wide open. Um, you know, you, you look at Tennessee, if Derrick Henry was healthy, you'd say, okay, maybe maybe you could look in that direction. 
Um, I, I still probably believe in Buffalo. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the season started. I think I believe in them more than anybody else. But, I mean, you could shake up eight or nine teams in the AFC. You know, the way New England's playing right now, they're going to be they're going to be tough. Um, so, no, I, I think there is literally no hierarchy in that conference right now. It is wide open. It feels like every team is one game out of first place and one game out of last place in their division. No, it's 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 very very true. Um, okay, I'm I'm intrigued by the Packers. Obviously, you lose Aaron Jones, but you have AJ Dillon. They yeah. won, and and Rodgers wasn't sharp. Like, it does feel like you, you mentioned getting comfortable in your schemes for the Chargers. Remember, this is a new scheme for the Packers. Feels like the defense is improving. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm more of a buyer in the Packers now than I was previous to maybe the Arizona win. When you see the the Packers, what do you think? Well, I thought that should have been a blowout for them. I mean, I think they were, what, two of five in the red zone or something like that um, in that game against Seattle. I I didn't think it was really even close. I know the game was low scoring and kind of ugly, but they had, uh, you know, they had the ability to kind of move the ball down the field. They just didn't finish drive. So, um, you know, the defense playing the way they're playing right now, they've got some dudes. Uh, they've got guys that can rush up front. They've got pieces in the secondary on the back. I think Joe Barry's done a good job of kind of pulling that group together. So I'm starting to, you know, buy in on that defense. You know, the offense is always going to be there. They're, they're not going to do what they did today. They'll, they'll get back to finishing drives and putting up more points. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, the NFC to me is, uh, is a lot more top heavy than the AFC. I mean, you've got some, you know, some premier teams out there that kind of start to separate themselves a little bit. And I'd put the Packers in that mix. Well, how how do we go from one week the Cowboys are terrible to the next week they're dominant? Well, you know, I think some of it's just the 17 games and just kind of not showing up. Um, but I watched that tape this morning of uh, of the game against Atlanta. I mean, they could have scored 100 points if they wanted to. Um, that was that was pretty dynamic. Uh, so that I think that's more of really who they are. I just think you're going to get some duds. There's there's probably six or seven games this year, Doug, where you could ask me the same question, you know, the Jags and the Bills, you know, the Jets and the Titans. I mean, I just, I think that 17 games and you're going to get a clunker in there. And that was theirs. Um, Okay. Let's, let's go back to the Rams. We talked about the Niners. What about the Rams? What's missing with the Rams? I mean, two weeks in a row, they kind of get punked. What's missing with the Rams? Well, again, I think, I don't think they know exactly how to make this, you know, collaboration work. Do you do more of McVeigh stuff or more of the Stafford stuff? And then I think there's a physicality question that's that's popped up now when you look at the Cardinals, the Titans, and then you look at that game against the Niners, physical teams have kind of pushed them around a little bit. I think they've built their team similarly to the way the you know, the Peyton Manning Colts teams used to be, which was you try and build an explosive offense and you build an undersized fast defense to play with a lead, right? You're ready. Those guys go rush the quarterback and play fast, play against the pass. Well, when your offense can't run out and get you a lead and the other team can stay in kind of ball control mode, they're going to have trouble because that's not really their, that's not really how they're built. Um, and they found themselves in one of those games. Yeah, they, they, they're you're right. They're not built. They're they're built to get ahead and stay ahead, and Absolutely. they're not. They're not. They're not able to do that. They're really no. not able to do that. You can't get off the field. Was what happens? You know, you just you can't get off the field. They just run it down your throat. Um, what do we make of Tampa? 
Yeah, they're in a lull. Um, you know, I have not watched that tape to study that tape yet, so I don't have a great feel for what exactly is going on there. I just know I look at them and I look at their personnel, and it's kind of one of those things like how do you avoid the thought process of let's just, you know, looking for the fast forward button. Can we just get to the playoffs? You know, a little bit of an NBA mindset um, of just we've got all these veterans. We know we're really, really, really good. And there's maybe some some form of boredom that can set in during the regular season. They're going to be there at the end. they got too many dudes. Um, I wouldn't spend too much time worrying about them. We won't. We won't spend too much time worrying about them. Good. Uh, we we absolutely won't. Still Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you think Cam has anything left in the tank? I think in my this is just my prediction. I think we'll see Cam play well, like maybe even really well, for like two three weeks, um, and then I think it could come it could come crashing down. But I think there's so much energy that he's brought, and I think that you're going to see the best of him over these next couple of weeks. I have my doubts about whether he'll be able to maintain it. Yeah, I would, I would, I would tend to agree there. Tend to really agree there. Um, Tennessee. Now, you, you mentioned if they had Derrick Henry, but they don't. People in the league think he's going to be back for the playoffs or not? Well, I think there's some. Yeah, I, I think there's people holding out hope that, that you'll see him again once we get to the postseason. I, you know, the encouraging thing for them is when you look at Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons, that defense that that Rabel's kind of brought his own toughness to. Um, they're going to keep them in these games. And if they can, you know, just hold on and, and get him back at that point in time, uh, man, that would be a, it would not be a fun team to play against. And I think so many people think about, you know, just their their offense and him running the ball and, and kind of the identity of their team. I think the identity of their team is actually more with their defensive front right now. It's been one of the best in the league. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, they absolutely positively dominated the Rams, and they've been, they've been pushing everybody around. Just, just oh, yeah. com- completely pushing everybody around. Uh, last thing, we haven't seen the Ravens since last Thursday when they had a really poor performance. Granted, quick turnaround mm-hmm. on the road in Miami. Who are the real Ravens? I think they had 89 offensive snaps in an overtime game uh, against Minnesota, and they had a turnaround play on a Thursday against a team that rolled out and played cover zero the whole game. So I don't know I'm going to overreact to that one, but um, – I still I don't I don't think the defense is any good. We we've talked about it before. That was one of the great mysteries to me this year was doing the Charger game there, and the Chargers were really kind of the only team that wasn't able to throw it all over the lot against them because they have major issues on the back end. Um, so, I you know I think they'll 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 figure out the cover zero. You'll see them run some speed option and some different things to try and combat that once they see it again, which they will. I think their offense will, will get back on track. That defense though is. is there's no help on the way there. That's going to be an issue all year. DJ, you're the best. Uh, enjoy the Steelers coming to town. We'll see if it's Big Ben or not. In the meantime, you got a night game. That means you get to watch you know, most of the day games before you head into work at SoFi. Thanks so much for joining us. Ah, it should be fun. Appreciate you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, I don't know, guys. Like, what's special about Staples Center? Go ahead, Jay Stu, pitch me on it. Staples Center is, um, well, an iconic team plays there, right? A, a, a worldwide brand plays the Staples. So, in that respect, I think it has national appeal. Um but, you know, if, for self-serving purposes, we all live near Staples. We all have our personal experiences. You know, we follow the, the sports teams. So in a lot of ways, Staples Center going away as a name is very uh, interesting. It's more than half of our lives that we've we've been calling it that place, right? Um, yeah, when did it open up? Like 2000? Uh, October 17, 1999. Okay, so 99. I, I was... I mean, I'll just be honest. Like, so I grew up 
in Southern California from 81 until 95. I, I went away to college, came back for a year, 96, 97. I was here. And then, you know, I'd come back occasionally for the summer uh, when I was playing collegiately and then professionally. But other than that, like, so, okay. What, what signifies, why is Staples such a, like people are acting like it's Madison Square Garden. It's not, but unlike Madison Square Garden, there's actually been championships won there in the 21st century, right? So that that's the big thing. It's the it's the winning that's occurred there. Yeah, I think that has to do with it, right? The Kings have a couple Stanley Cups, mm-hmm. um, not to forget them, and the Clippers have done a couple of decent things. No, they haven't. Stopped. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say that I think that that Magic and the Showtime Lakers were so tied to the forum that mm-hmm. Kobe, Shaq, and those Lakers were so tied to Staples Center. Yes, agreed. It, it really is the house that Kobe and Shaq built, right? I mean, that's that. That's that's what's significant about it. Kobe and Shaq played there, and then Kobe won two titles after Shaq left. So, I mean, it's that's okay. So. How many how many moments do we want to have each, or just our favorite moment? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, just like what like what first comes to mind when you're like, what happened at the Staples? Doesn't even have to be sports. A lot of stuff happened there, right? Uh, I think Klitschko won a, a boxing title there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that went on. Ma- so um, uh, Michael Jackson's oh, memorial yeah? was there. Kobe's memorial was there. The Kings won. I mean, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> I mean, literally, there's not anybody who's like, man, the Kings, they got a new home. Now, they do need to re, like, they need to redo it because Clippers, that Clippers place is going to be nice. And I'll be interested to see how much money they put towards, you know, uh, evolving this thing. Uh, to me, it was, uh, it was that th- this is what it signifies. The area where Staples Center, now the crypto, now the crypt is, uh, is located. By the way, do Crips get special deal at the Crypt? Is that right? Just a question. Just a question. Anyway, the area where it's located is right next to the LA Convention Center. That used to be Skid Row. That used to be Homeless Central and really, really seedy area. And they built the area called LA Live. They have restaurants and bars and um, some... TV and radio studios there, whatever. They have the Nokia Theater right next to it, although I think it's still called the Nokia Theater. I'm not sure if that's going to be sold to, a, to, to Dogecoin or something at some point in the near future. <laughs> that then there's a, there's a JW Marriott. There's, a, uh, there's all these high-rise, but that whole area was revamped. It started with the Staples Center. Really did begin with Staples Center. And then everything else kind of built out from around it. So there's a historical significance in Los Angeles uh, to, to the more so than I don't think, but now architecturally, and I'm sure there was others at around the same time, but the, the lower level, you know, is the people that want to be seen the upper level is the real fans. But then in the middle, you know, the, the substantial number of boxes and the way in which it's laid out was unique, right? Like Phillips in, in uh, Atlanta, that's where it's like one whole side of boxes and then fans are everywhere else. So there, there's a uniqueness to it. Um, who wants to go first? Let's, Byer, you want to go first with your favorite Staples Center moment? Um, yeah, it has nothing to do with any of the uh, the teams that have played there or any games. I did I did think of maybe if uh, 
LaQuentin Ross's three for Ohio State to beat Arizona in the Sweet 16 uh, in 2013, but then they laid an egg against Wichita State, so that kind of wiped out that. So, Doug, it ends up being my wife and I went and saw Hall & Oates once at the Hollywood Bowl, and we loved it, and we thought it was great. And then we found out that Hall & Oates and Tears for Fears were going to be in concert at Staples Center. And while Hall & Oates was awesome, Tears for Fears just – blew us away because again there was no new stuff and all of the hits that they played which were a bunch sounded live but pretty much like you would think like on the album so it wasn't like a a crazy version of everybody wants to you know rule the world or head over heels it sounded like the songs you loved and that's why seeing tears for fears at the staples center is my favorite moment in that arena Okay. Um, can anybody and, name the uh, the lead singer for Tears for Fears? Well, there's there's Roland and Kurt. There's yeah, Roland, there's two yeah. of them. Yeah, Roland and Kurt. Because Kurt sings. Kurt Smith sings most of uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. So yeah. But and I like then what happened to best. Manny and Ian? Did they they leave the they leave the band? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It does need to be noted that. Um, you know, Dan had to think about uh, who the lead singer of Tears for Fears is, and he's seen him in concert. But there was Wait. zero hesitation when you asked him about about the male models on Price is Right. Like he knows no. that. Like no, I didn't. Suck. No, I didn't have to think because he said, "Who's the main singer?" I didn't hesitate at all, Jason. That is not factually correct. He said, "No, there's two of them." Yeah, that that was the thing of yeah. Kurt Smith lives in uh, L.A. So everybody, it's true. Everybody does really want to rule the world. Great band, great album. Great album. They were at Live Aid, I remember back in the day. They were a Live Aid band. They've been around for a while. Somerset, England. Okay, what's yours there, uh, Ramos? You got you got your favorite Staples Center, Ramos? I do. I, I Very, very early in the uh, the infancy of Staples Center, World uh, Western Conference Finals, Game 7, Lakers down by 15 points. They're going to lose to the Trailblazers, uh, and then they make this miraculous comeback and end it with this. Portland has three timeouts left. The Lakers have two. I think that sealed the rest of the three titles for the next three years. That right, that could have, if that didn't go, if they would have lost that West Conference Finals, who knows if they would have ever, you know, won a world, a world championship. But they did. Well, they, they survived those Western Conference Finals in many ways were more difficult than the finals. Yeah, the right? Kings, I think, in one of yeah. the years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Page just shot an air ball in the corner. I think it was the next year in Game Seven, and uh, and and that 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 was that for the Kings. So all right, uh, Jay Stu. Go ahead. So I was actually at this moment, you know. That, that's the, a humble brag, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> one, one of the cool parts about this gig is that sometimes you get led into games or events that are just like uh, enshrined forever, right? So Kobe's final game as a Laker at Staples, everyone knows he scored 60 points. Um, and then as the crowd is still there on their feet, Kobe takes the microphone, if you don't remember, and he – said this, or at least in part this. To my family, my wife, Vanessa, our daughters, Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? 
Mamba out. Mamba out was pretty pretty good line right there, wasn't it? And it became a thing. Remember, Obama did the Obama out as well. Be- became a thing. That's right. Yeah. Now those are that that's that that's strong. Strong. I I mean, like, look, I I can't. A guy scoring sixty when he had been terrible the whole year in his last game, like. I don't like we we all want to do the well, you know, Utah was bad and they didn't double team him and he wasn't good all like so what? He scored 60 points in his last game. 60. 60 burger. It's crazy. Um I would say when the Lakers beat the Celtics in game 7 to win the title and Ron Artest was probably the best. That was to me the most memorable one because that was just a the whole series was a pure six brawl. That would be Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the latest lines in the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. You know, look, I caught some criticism when I think it was, was it a year and a half ago? It was almost two years, a year and a half ago, two years ago. I shared a story that I had heard from somebody with the, was with Jay Gruden's staff. And um, Jay Gruden's staff told, let it be known to me that Dwayne Haskins struggled so much with getting the plays out, with, the, with learning the playbook, that they actually wanted to have him check to see if he was dyslexic. Because they're like, he's not, he's smart. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And obviously they did some research and no, and then they had him check and no. But the point is that the reason he lost a gig so quickly in Washington was he was ill-prepared for games, not just because he was a college kid, but because he didn't prepare for games. Um, Apparently there's a Steelers assistant coach who, Unnamed Steelers assistant saying that Dwayne Haskins is lazy. Remember the report was last week as the backup when he's warming up, he just went through the motions and was checking his phone constantly. Here's Mike Tomlin when asked about his quarterback situation. We're going to build our plan around getting Mason ready to play. We're going to highlight his talents and skills relative to the opponents that we intend to play. We're going to build that plan. We're going to work that plan. we got a young offensive unit, and we'll let that lead us throughout the week. If we get to a point in the week where Ben has an opportunity to get on a moving train, that's exactly what he'll do. Uh, he'll be capable of executing the game plan. Uh, they will be capable of executing the game plan. But, I mean, look, uh, this from... Andrew Filipponi, who I know really well, he covers it for a local radio station. Um, but he, he um, who was he quoting? Uh, what's her name? Um, uh, shoot, she's a, a reporter for the NFL Network. She covers King Kabwala. King Kabwala. Yes. yes. What's her first name? It's Aditi King Kabwala. Aditi King Kabwala. Thank yep. you very much. Um. One Steelers coach observed Haskins getting ready and remarked, look at that. How ridiculous is that? That's just lazy. And and remember, like when you have a reputation that precedes you, you got to go above and beyond. And he hasn't. Now, this is a guy who threw 50 touchdown passes in a year at Ohio State. 50. 5-0. So, 50 touchdown passes. That's 
Absolutely nuts. Nutty. And um, I think it's very interesting that these things have followed him. It's like transfers, you know, these, you don't change who you are, you know, unless you're willing to say like, Hey, I'm going to change. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be better. You know, and it's, it's not necessarily just a verbalized thing. You gotta, gotta do it. You gotta go about every day and you're going to revert some, but Dwayne Haskins, once you go through two teams that think you don't work hard, word spreads around the NFL. And, and if they thought he had shit like Mason Rudolph is, he's not the heir apparent. They wouldn't have taken a flyer on Dwayne Haskins if they thought absolutely Mason Rudolph was the heir apparent. They did. And that tells you that they, something's missing from Mason Rudolph. That said, Mason Rudolph's going to get to play if Ben can't go. Yeah, Jay. Any of us who have played sports, right, knows this one guy. I'm sure you've known a lot on your teams. Like, There's always like that one guy who his uh, impression of himself as a player is always much greater than it is, and it's always the, the coach screwed me. You know, the coach screwed me or else I would have been starting or the coach screwed me, I would have been in the fourth quarter or whatever. Dwayne Haskins just kind of reminds me of that guy. I, I just get the impression that uh, of all the things he thinks is going wrong in his life, none of it's his fault. Of course. Of course. That, that's what we all do, though, right? Don't we, don't we all do that, right? When, when you're young and things are going wrong. The true leadership, you point in. You go, hey, it's me. I'm accountable. And when you're immature, you point to everybody else. You just do. But you're right. You nailed it completely. So Monday, we're getting ready for Monday Night Football. And Jason Stewart was underwhelmed by the guest list, which included Al Michaels, who many in broadcasting consider the GOAT, play-by-play guy. Um, it was followed by uh, Phil Mickelson, Draymond Green, Philip Rivers. Now, obviously, I'm a big Philip Rivers guy, but more than anything, like I think Philip Rivers is great on TV, and he's just... He's incredible. Draymond, they always do somebody who's like an athlete with a local flair, and Draymond's a future Hall of Famer and big personality. He was decent, but that one is parallel to many of the other people they've had. Phil Mickelson, I mentioned Phil Mickelson, how good he would be, and he was great. I said, well, I mean, he's a superstar, and um, Jason Stewart disagreed. Is, am, I, am I portraying this accurately, Jason? That's exactly what happened. Um, And from my perspective, it's like, to me, like a superstar in my mind is someone who kind of transcends their sport, someone that people think about when they don't necessarily follow the sport, especially with some of these niche niche sports. So I've always thought Phil Mickelson was incredibly accomplished, and he's very well known in in the golfing circle. But uh, our poll proved me wrong. Well... Look, I think when you're looking for somebody who's, what was the first term you used? He said, um, transcending. Yeah. Isn't that a transcendent superstar is a transcendent superstar. This is just a superstar. Do you have to be transcendent to be a superstar? Phil Mickelson is any bar restaurant in America. He walks into, everybody knows who he is. Um, I would say there are, you know, even though everyone who's left-handed goes by lefty, he's, he's probably, if you had to, if you put a poll up on, if I said lefty, who do you think of? Most people think of Phil Mickelson. Oh, no. I think there are a lot of people who remember the uh, 1940s pitcher, Lefty Grove. 
You know, Dan wasn't in on our conversation yesterday, Dan. You haven't officially weighed in. You're a golf guy. What, what do you think about Phil Mickelson? Yeah, I wondered if I was maybe too close to it to realize. But I would say I would say borderline superstar leaning towards the uh, being a superstar as opposed to not being. I think especially in, concern, in, in consideration of who's watching Monday Night Football and the Manning cast, he's a superstar. And my point was, like, they had Pat McAfee on. Now, Pat McAfee may be a big name now in broadcasting. Pat McAfee, in comparison to Phil, anybody on that list, come on. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Phil Mickelson or Pat McAfee. They both gamble. Phil Mickelson, 10 times more well-known, 50 times more accomplished than McAfee. And and look, I'm not I'm not downing McAfee in any way. I'm just it's the reality of a guy who's won that many majors, and is synonymous with 21st century golf. And by the way, is generally beloved. Right? Tiger wasn't beloved. Tiger was admired and feared. Phil was beloved. Is beloved. That's interesting. I remember them there being some stories, and Dan, maybe if you can remember these, like I remember there being some stories like in the golf world that Mickelson had this appeal to the fans, but yes, like but with other, other golfers, golfers, he's not yeah. well liked. Was that the the deal with him? Yes. Yes, I don't know. If that's still. I don't think that's still the deal, but that was the deal for a long time. For a long, long time. Byer, you'd heard that, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's different now because a lot of the guys are on tour looked up to, to Dylan Phil. Yeah. yeah, so it's really you know when when those when they were in their primes, meaning Phil and Tiger, that you have that. I think that's, I actually think that's more common than than what people would think. And 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 honestly, to that point, it was yeah, it was to you what you're saying, Doug, and to Jason's. Yeah, it was Tiger was the other way. Like guys liked Tiger behind the scenes. It was. It wasn't the love affair of the fans that you would have with Phil, but the you know the the you would think that maybe the players wouldn't like Tiger, but that was that was not the case from everything that I knew. No, no, they they, they didn't. Um, Ramos, where are you on the superstar? No superstar. I'm with I'm kind of with Dan was I I would say borderline and then leaning more toward the superstar part of it. Yeah, I I definitely would say he is. When someone says he's not a superstar, I would disagree with that. But he's right. He's right there. He's on that I, fence. Tiger and Michael Jordan and LeBron and Steph; those are global icons. Icons is a is a great way of putting. It. Yeah, they're icons, global icons. Yeah. But by, I mean, what is your definition? I guess of superstar is maybe a, a better a better question. I think, I think that's probably where this. Um, this conversation comes to a head is what my interpretation of superstar is, and you're right. It's like, is there a level above superstar? Right. If there is, then that's the, the one that I'm talking about. W- w- Wikipedia definition: a superstar is someone who has great popular appeal, widely known, prominent, and success or successful in their field. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, that sums up Phil. Yeah. What? What? So Shohei Otani would be an icon or a superstar. I'd put him in uh, superstar. Burgeoning star. Bur- okay. And D- Dan always- You okay d- with that, Buyer? Buyer, you okay sure. with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and, not an icon yet. And Dan always does that story every year about the the most famous, what is it, the highest bought jerseys and stuff for the NFL, NBA, whatever. Who's ever number one, and are those superstars in the top five? Are those also superstars then? If you're in the top five of jerseys sold- those can be a little tricky because okay. sometimes if a guy gets traded, his jerseys or, or more new, popular. Or new jerseys, new, yes, you know they go yes. new jerseys or new number. 
Yes, but Brady was always in those top tens with New England. And so you know, that told you something. Tom Brady's uh, a superstar yeah. and a and a global icon. Yes. I agree with that. Yep. I think one uh, one of the outliers when you're talking about jersey sales, I think like Jeremy Lin, didn't he have the top selling jersey for like six months? Um, that was a superstardom that lasted a few yeah. months. Yeah. He was a he was a he was an oneater. He was a one hit wonder. <laughs> that, that's that's, that's a Jeremy Lin. Tebow's Tebow's Jacksonville jersey this summer was was on those summer sales jersey lists. Mm-hmm. So like there would be an example too of of someone who whose maybe play isn't even up to par, but their stature with the fan base is. Can you imagine having one of those Tebow jerseys right now? You're like, <laughs> probably well, not a great purchase because they're expensive. Jerseys are expensive. Yes, they're like a hundred bucks. Like, like yeah, more, yeah, yeah. Bucks. more than a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. The other funny thing with golf is when you look at the gap for what Tiger is. Like Tiger was just. So far, he, there's such a gap between Tiger and everyone else, but I would then argue with Phil of who's third. Like, there's not like a the, the, a third knocking on the door. Like, I would I would maybe argue a you know a Rory McIlroy would would maybe be the the third when it comes to like current players of being a star. But I mean, it Phil and Tiger, and when Phil know, and Tiger I, took a ball of the air in the room, yeah, all the air, in yeah. The room. Yeah. Yeah, Tiger took a lot of it, but Phil took his his chunk as well. So even like the to find the next guy just doesn't it's not easy to do in golf, which I think is is difficult to find a place for Phil because there's just such a gap between one and two, but there's also a quite a gap between two and three. Still Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Belt. Great name. It's a great name. You know, especially he breaks out the belt with the kids. Like, hey, my name's Brandon Belt. I got to break it out. Um, Fill your best with M Drive. Kidding. Fill your best with M Drive. Lose weight. Try M Drive Lean Protein Powder, backed by real science, to help you lose weight. Go to mdriveformen.com. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdriveformen.com. Um, I saw that. I I just I, I couldn't resist Odell Beckham Jr. talk. This is Jarvis Landry, OBJ's best friend, talking about OBJ's departure. Definitely um, was something that I you know that that hurt. You know it, it stunk. Um, uh, it still does. Yeah, you know, I haven't been able to been getting the ball so much either. You know so, but at the end of the day, I mean I've been able to do you know what the opportunities I'm given and. Yeah, I'm, I'm battling, battling some things, but on Sunday, I always give everything that I have, and um, that won't ever change. That did not sound like a happy wide receiver, did it? Nope. You know, I'm battling through some things, and well, I'll, I'll give it my all. Not getting the ball as much as I want, but hey, I'm all for it. And here's uh, Baker Mayfield about his health this week. Yeah, this is probably the most beat up I've ever been in my career. Um, and it's not like it's one particular thing, it's multiple a lot of crime out in Berea right now. Um, I might have. I don't know. No, it, it's just that time of the year and, and things add up and just, uh, you know, a couple things after another. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, uh, Byer, give me your read on, on Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield and what's going on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Jarvis Landry probably isn't uh, thrilled, but I also think you have to realize Jarvis Landry's role in all, uh, basically as an NFL player, he's strictly a possession receiver. And with the Browns loading up on the tight ends that they have and the way that they use their running game, I, I, I don't see why his usage would be, you know, immediate or needed for the Browns. And so it was one thing when he was there a couple of years ago, but now with, 
when you have Austin uh, Hooper, when you have David and Joku, and you have the running game that they have when everybody's healthy, yeah, there aren't footballs going around. And honestly, if you were looking to throw the ball to a wide receiver, it probably would be the big play guy of Donovan Peoples-Jones or what you were hoping with Odell Beckham Jr. as you know what you would get with Jarvis Landry. Fair point. Jay Stu, what do you hear? Uh, about Jarvis's use in that offense. I mean, yeah, he, let me let me play for you again. Okay, this is this is Jarvis Landry talking about OBJ's departure. Definitely um, was something that I, you know, that that hurt. You know, it, it stunk. Um, uh, it still does. Yeah, you know, I haven't been able to been getting the ball so much either. You know, so but at the end of the day, I mean, I've been able to do, you know, what the opportunities I'm given, and yeah, I'm, I'm battling battling some things. But on Sunday, I always give everything that I have and. Um, that won't ever change. Yeah, so him saying I'm not getting the ball much either is consistent with, I guess, OBJ's uh, father sentiment, correct? Yes. Yes. So what do you make of it? I think that there's like this uh, this thing that's like building against Baker Mayfield being in Cleveland anymore, um, and and that's that he's not very good and he's not the right fit for that system. And uh, Jarvis Landry feels pretty comfortable uh, making a statement like that. I mean, Jarvis has got a lot of years in the league. So, uh, yeah, I think it's interesting. I'm, I like that sound. Oh, I definitely think it's interesting. I, I think I, – I, I don't know if it's building a – look, that, that system – now, look, it's the same system that the Vikings are using with Kirk Cousins, right, who everybody talks about having some limitations, if you will. Um. So I'm, I'm fascinated by it, fascinated by the whole thing. I, I, I think he's obviously clearly upset. He doesn't think he gets the ball enough. He probably thinks they're too conservative. They run the ball too much. But that's also his way of putting it was, I think that's what getting rid of Odell Beckham Jr. does, is it makes it to where, like at the back end, he's like, look, but I'm going to give it the best I can. I'm going to do everything I can, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas OBJ would have been just hot. Now guys are like, I can't step to Baker or call out the play calling because if I do, I might be the next to go. Guys, am I making sense? I think I'm making sense. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that point. I just don't – I don't think that's what Cleveland wants to do. I just don't – like that's, that's who uh, – you know, sorry, I was just looking up some stats, and Stephen A. started yelling at me. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the like, I, I just don't like Jarvis Landry is a possession receiver in the NFL. Who, by the way, was also hurt earlier this season. I think the first part of his comments were OBJ's his buddy, uh, the former teammates at LSU, that you want to stick up for the guy, and then it's the you know, yeah, like I'm trying to be a professional at the back end of all of that. But yeah, he would like the football more. But I don't, I don't think it's a. a he can try to make it about a Baker thing, and maybe that is what he's trying to do. But I just, I don't see like his fit and his need for what the Browns have been trying to do with Kevin Stefanski as their head coach over the last two seasons. Yeah, I, I think. Look, I think Stefanski is the one. It, like secretly, Stefanski is the one that frustrates them. Some. I think Baker frustrates them. I think there's also this like, really, Baker's going to get thirty million dollars. He, he. I think that's the part that will send everybody over the edge is if he gets $30 million plus to be quarterback. Yeah, and there are people that in the league that still think that, you know, that are insiders that they are going to pay him. And I just, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I, I've, I've, we have been all, all over this 
for six months now, right? If there's one guy, it's like the it's like the housing market. Like, oh, everybody's selling their house and making money and making money and making money and making money. And, money. and then there's one house that sits. And you're like, was there a dead body in the house? Right? Like, <laughs> it'd be like, no, it's just, it's not at the level of every, everything else, you know? Um, it's just not. And, and, or just because somebody else overpaid for their quarterback doesn't mean we want to. Yes, Ramos. It always sounds like Baker Mayfield is like really just, like in that, in that soundbite we heard, he's like cracking jokes and stuff. And it's like, People are really on this guy a lot, and he doesn't seem like he's very interested in, like, getting better or, like, I'm not, I don't know, he's doing all those commercials, and he seems like he's at the forefront of all this stuff, but yet he hasn't done anything to warrant all this stuff. I, It's kind of an odd place where he's at, you know? Like, I always yeah. see him on those commercials every time. I go, oh, look, it's like, I th- I'm, I'm thinking to myself, that's the guy who must have just won the Super Bowl or something like that. But instead, it's just like, I, I guess the Heisman Trophy leads to all that stuff, right? Is that where it yeah, goes? Yeah, and he, he's yeah. got a great story. He won the Heisman Trophy. He's he's a good actor, right? Yeah. He's a good yeah, personality. Yeah. That's also not a Baker problem. That's the insurance company that's paying him the money problem. <laughs> but it's not even the insurance company. Remember, there's an ad agency, and the ad agency has, has done t- testing. And he, he people relate to him. And there's also a certain... It resonates, right? Um, you know, you, you can't do... You can't do Aaron Rodgers. That one's already been done, right? I'm sure Peyton costs a ton. Can we do another Peyton Manning? Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you listen to that cut, though, for the, the amount of stuff you guys are just talking about, about like, I don't think he's going to make this money and all this stuff, he just kind of seems blahs about everything. Like, oh, oh here must be a lot of crime out here. Ha ha. You know, it's not, it's not really, like, focused about what's going on. It just seems like he's, like, he Man, just... Man, John is harsh. John, well, no, no. John, what are you, cowherd? <laughs> what are you, cowherd? Yeah, no kidding. I'm sorry, it's, I just... Spent the offseason doing commercials instead of throwing Baker, footballs. Baker Mayfield's been asked every I'll bet he had single, his hat on backwards same time. <laughs> every single media session, probably for the last three months, about his play, is he going to stick around? And John is mad because an ambulance goes by and he makes a comment about <laughs> It. My goodness. Sorry. He's just not focused. <laughs> you know, to those of us who have ADD, he was super focused. <laughs> Squirrel! Oh, oh man. Squirrel. It reminds me of, uh, I remember um, Squirrel. back, remember when Obama used to do the, the uh, college basketball picks? That was like a big thing on ESPN and everything. Yeah, yeah and pick the, all the, the number one seeds. The easy talking point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the all the chalk, the easy talking point for the conservatives was he should be uh, working on his policy and not doing these brackets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why isn't he working? They they do it now with Biden too. Like, oh, he's 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 on vacation. Like, dude, Trump played golf like every day, every day. They all do it. They all they all do it. You know. At least when these guys are out of the office, they can't screw anything up. That's the way I look at it, right? If it was so, Russell Wilson, would be saying Russell Wilson was doing squats in between takes of his commercials. <laughs> that somehow would be leaked, showing his commitment. Do people buy Russell's BS? I think it's less and less each day. It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. I just feel like Russell's one of those guys that you walk into like a green room you know, at a at a presentation, you meet Russell Wilson. You're like, I love this guy, but that is not the guy that I see on TV. Completely different human being.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.